Hey everyone, I'm Rachel. And I'm Sarah. And we're sisters who just so happen to be best friends. We're here to unpack all of the unexpected moments that come with early adulthood and hope to uncover a more meaningful life, one conversation and cup of coffee at a time. This This is Mocha's In The Meantime. everyone and welcome to Mocha's in the meantime for our first episode of season three and we're both really really pumped to be here as usual but I feel like there's some extra energy in the air because it's kind of starting a new chapter in our podcast journey and we have a really fun episode I think planned for tonight. Yeah we wanted to start with a bang and (laughs) we are actually usually we like to record in the morning That's kind of our favorite recording time, but it is currently nighttime. It's 10 o'clock for me and o'clock for Sarah, and we're having a little cocktail hour right now. (laughs) I'm currently having a little Wine Wednesday moment and drinking some rosé from Trader Joe's out of my new wine glass that is Schitt's Creek themed. Love that show. This wine is great. Oh. What are you drinking, Sarah? You you're having like a tequila Wednesday. <laughs> it's it's what I'd like to say feels like a margarita, but it's not quite there. It's just some tequila with some lemonade, just keeping it simple. I I went to get a burrito at my one of my favorite um like Mexican food spots, and so I really wanted a marg with it, and so I decided to just kind of make something that was close enough. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm personally really excited about this episode because Rach and I are planning to just kind of keep it simple and play this game that we both really enjoy called We're Not Really Strangers. And the reason I'm excited about it is not only because it's just fun recording and like obviously fun like trying something new on the podcast. It's also great because this game, I've had some really positive experiences playing it in the past. Um You'll see what it's all about as we get into it, but I feel like it was a great way for me and my friends to just open up to one another a little bit more because it prompts deeper discussion. And so you learn just so much about people that you think you know really well if you play it with friends and family. Or I feel like since with the name, we're not really strangers, if you played it with a stranger, you'd also just kind of learn some fun facts and like interesting things about people if you don't know them too. Yeah, and we thought this would be fun to do on the podcast because, you know, we've definitely been on the podcast for a while now. It's been about a year and we thought this would be a great episode to just kind of get a little deeper than maybe we have in the past or just kind of break the ice even more with all of the people listening and just like get to know new things about Sarah, even though I feel like I know so, so much but there's always more to learn, you know? <laughs> there's always more to learn. I mean, we played it briefly on our recent camping trip. Yeah. I, I think I might have learned something new about you, but my memory is failing me right now. This will be a lot of fun. Maybe if we like it, we'll even make it like a series where we bring guests on later on to play this in future episodes. Wait, I like that idea a lot, actually. Having guests on and then playing We're Not Really Strangers. Hmm. But yeah. I guess to kind of break down the game before we jump in, there's basically three levels of kind of closeness or deepness that you get. The first round is called perception. The second round is called connection. And then the third round is called reflection. 
And so we're going to kind of go through each level. You know, there's specific rules of how many from each level, but we're kind of just going to pull a few from each because we don't want this to be like three hours long like it could be. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like this game has the capacity to go on for hours and hours um, because it always prompts great conversations. But I think, yeah, for the sake of the podcast, we'll keep it short and um yeah, I, I encourage everyone if you have access to the game or you know somebody who owns it to try and play. All right. Well, we're gonna skip our question of the week because this whole podcast will be questions of the week. So let's just jump in. So the first question, basically, this first round is us asking a question to the other person about ourselves, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So this first question is on a scale of one to 10, how messy do you think my car is? <laughs> one being the cleanest, 10, a complete disaster. Explain. Like in this current moment yeah. or just in, ju- in this current moment, yeah. <laughs> maybe a six and explain. <laughs> well, <laughs> you you often don't keep the cleanest car, I will say. I'm all or nothing. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. And I feel like at this point in time, though, you've been making a lot of changes in your life. Like you've been trying to kind of be more organized with work and like getting back on the grind of like exercise and things. So I feel like there's a chance you've kind of had a similar experience with your car cleaning. I don't know. <laughs> so I would say a six rather than like an eight or a nine, like usual. I would say it is currently like a seven to eight. It's not great. I think my <laughs> theory with my life is I'm all or nothing very easily on ac- on accident. I end up being all or nothing for a lot of things. So my room is either spotless or really messy. My car is either spotless or really messy. I'm either super on top of things or super not. So my car is in a phase of not being clean, (laughs) but thanks for (laughs) believing that it was, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. My turn. Um, what does my phone wallpaper tell you about me? Oh, let me show you my wallpaper. All right. So it is a picture of our dog (laughs) Nelly curled up on the couch with a, like a, what kind of hat is that? Like a cat. It's a, it's a carnival cruise hat. <laughs> that tells me that you love Nelly so much. You miss Nelly. <clears throat> and that you have a silly side because you picked a funny picture of her with a hat on rather than a more <laughs> normal photo. <laughs> you know, after taking that moment to like acknowledge my wallpaper, I realized how when you look at your phone so often, you don't think about the wallpaper anymore. But I was like, wow this is such a cute photo of her she looks just like really innocent and this hat's been placed on her head against her will (laughs) all right the next question is this is a good one what about me intrigues you (laughs) hmm oh that's an interesting question there's a lot of things about you that intrigue me honestly like I think there's I feel like there's a lot about you that like about how you like how you're able to handle situations in life. I feel like I'm intrigued about how you handle things. Cause you seem to be, you're much more of a private person than me. Like you don't, you don't always say everything that's going on with you. I feel like you process internally a lot more than me. 
I don't know if that's true, but that's the impression I get. And so I think I'm intrigued. I think I'm trying to not overshare as much. And I think that's a testament to you because I've been able to see like, oh, Rach is more able to kind of like handle things in her head and like think about them on her own before just like blurting out things. And then it maybe gives you more of a chance to like process it on your own without opinions being inserted. So I think I'm intrigued by your ability to do that. And you're a very good listener. And I think I'm intrigued by that skill. Like you're able to kind of like really hear what people are saying and like reflect it back. I think that's a really hard skill for a lot of people to have in general or like to build upon because a lot of us want to just talk or like we're distracted by our own thoughts. Everything has two sides or something like external versus internal processing. And when you're on one side more, you want some of the other side because I feel like I wish I was better at external processing. I mean, I'm better at it than I used to be and I do externally process but it's not my natural instinct yeah my natural instinct is to externally process but I think sometimes it serves me better to internally process because I think the opposite for me mm, interesting <laughs> it's interesting how it works <laughs> it's intriguing very intriguing <laughs> I'll show you this next one do you think I fall in love easily why or why not I think you don't fall in love easily. I think you get excited easily about people maybe or the potential of falling in love or getting excited about someone quickly, but I don't think you fall for them quickly. I think it takes you a while, especially I think now you've become very aware of yourself in relationships, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think you're a lot more careful about that feeling, I guess. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's pretty accurate. But I don't think you're the type that's like that pessimist type that's like love is dead. But I think you're like, (laughs) I'm really excited about the potential to do this. And I get excited about people, but I'm not going to just, it takes me a while to warm up to it. Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> I feel like I fall not. I think I f- I love people pretty easily, like both platonically and romantically. But I don't fall in love very easily, if that makes sense. Like I feel like I care about people pretty quickly and love them. Where I like, I care for them, but I don't necessarily fall in love. Yeah. Very easily, exactly. if that makes sense. That's what I meant. Yeah. All right. Next question. Level one. This one does not apply. Because it's about shoes I'm wearing and I'm barefoot. So (laughs) you finished the sentence just by looking at you. I'd think blank, maybe just removing that you, what you know about me. If you just saw me on the street, what would you think? Just by looking at you, I'd think you're from Minnesota because you're wearing a Duluth sweatshirt. (laughs) And I think that you are young. You look kind of young right now. Like younger because your hair is pulled back. Yeah, wearing a butterfly clip. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'd also think that you were sporty. You kind of have like a sporty vibe going right now with the sweatshirt and like ponytail. I don't know. I feel like I don't like that question because that's kind of saying like it's hard for me to know what I would think of you if I didn't know you because I've known you my whole life. You know what I mean? Even just my face vibe. You know what I mean? Like 
what energy do if I you get just to- will you just rest your face? Hmm. I think I'd think you were friendly. You have kind of a friendly, you don't have like a, you don't have any sort of angry face. Like you look pretty comfortable and content. Yeah. Your resting face. So I guess, yeah, I, I would think you were friendly and like approachable. Like maybe if I needed directions, I'd feel safe asking you for them. That's a compliment though. <laughs> I, I've been told that I have a pretty pleasant, like a non, a very neutral resting face. All right. Ooh, this is a good one. What character would I play in a movie? I like that question. Um, honestly, the first person that came to mind was um, <laughs> uh, the girl in Booksmart. <laughs> Which one? Um, not Beanie, but the other one. I'm trying to remember her name. The one who goes to jail? Yeah. <laughs> Amy, you would be Amy and Booksmart, and here's why. <laughs> so Booksmart is basically, for reference, a like high school movie where these two best friends realize that they kind of missed out on like the crazy wild side of high school. So the night before graduation, they like take this huge crazy journey to get to this party. It sounds kind of silly, but it's like an amazing movie. And I thought of it is the girl, Amy, because she definitely, I think like her, you were very studious in high school and we're not a rule breaker. And she's kind of the friend mm-hmm. that's a little more nervous to break the rules and to be like outspoken. And she's a little bit passive at first, but then slowly throughout the movie, she becomes more assertive and takes more risks and goes outside of her comfort zone and I feel like mm. that's kind of you in a way like I think mm. you take those small growth steps towards going outside of your comfort zone and I feel like that demeanor that she has I feel like both of us talked about relating to <laughs> haven't people told you that you look like her too yeah two of my friends like that don't didn't know the other one said it both said I look like her I don't mm-hmm. know if you want to look it up look up book smart <laughs> and it I could see it the, she's like kind of redhead ish but yeah I feel like I would have had the same answer if you if if you had asked me the question I think we're gonna move on to the round two which is gonna get a little deeper you know, we loosened up a little bit in the first round. Let's get deep, Sarah. This one's a bit different because you're answering it about yourself, not about the other person. Right. Oh, yeah. It flips. Okay. What question are you trying to answer most in your life right now? Oh, what question am I not trying to answer? <laughs> in a true a true 25-year-old midlife crisis fashion, I feel like I'm trying to answer a lot of questions concurrently. Um, I think the most pressing question is what will bring me peace and joy in a, in a lot of realms, like where Mm -hmm. I live, what job I have, what do I need to do in my everyday routine to help me feel peaceful and happy? Yeah. So it's kind of a broad question. I think if we're trying to be more tangible, it's maybe like, what is my next move in this point in life right now? Like, what am I going to do next? 
because now I'm finishing school. So it's like, what is my next big thing that I'll focus on? Like, is it a job? Is it like an opportunity I'll seize? Is it like a hobby I'll Mm -hmm. get really into? Like, I don't know what's coming up. It feels very open, but it's kind of exciting in its own scary way. That's a good answer. That makes a lot of sense. And, you know, our podcast basically is that question of like figuring out things, asking questions about our lives. (laughs) What comes next? All right. The next question for myself. What title would you give this chapter in your life? Oh, okay. Um... I guess I would call this stage quiet growth. Ooh, okay. Because I think I've been very slowly growing and learning about myself and, you know, reflecting. But I think it's been a very slow, quiet period of like, I think it's because of COVID, honestly, like being in this isolation for a while having this quarantine and like it felt like so much is happening in our heads right now or was especially a few months ago but like physically we weren't doing that Mm. much it was just such a weird like quiet growth like we're growing and changing but it's not like we were showing it for so long Mm -hmm. because we were not doing anything or meeting new people So I feel like that's been the chapter (laughs) is like a lot's been going on, but like more mentally, not physically, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I guess, yeah, quiet growth. Yeah, I I like that. I think that's very accurate for a lot of us. It's like some days I feel like I've changed a lot and other days I'm like, I feel like I've been doing nothing for like a year. It's been like both happening at once or something. Mm -hmm. It's weird. I think a lot of people can relate, but, and especially graduating the same time that COVID blew up was like really weird of like, what is happening? Yeah, totally. Cause it's like a different life chapter, but that chapter is happening during like a chapter that everyone's dealing with that we didn't expect, but it's like two things at once. It was like, what is happening? Mm hmm. <laughs> All right. Next question. How are you really? <laughs> uh, How are you really? I feel like I'm in this moment. I feel very present with you, even though I have a lot going on in my head. Like, I feel like it's kind of this might be a cheesy metaphor, but kind of like or a simile. I'm like the eye of a hurricane kind of. Like, I feel like right now I'm in this moment of quiet and just you and me looking at each other through the camera and it's like, everything's fine. But then around me, there's so many unknowns and like things I'm about to start, things I'm about to end, like questions I have unanswered. And so I Mm -hmm. feel kind of like nothing is very stable right now, but Mm -hmm. so I'm very stressed, I think. When people, if someone asked me, how are you? I think if I was being completely honest, I'd say stressed, but then also I think there's, I'm able to find some calm in that and like some joy. Yeah. Yeah. That makes, it's like a storm, but then you'll hit that eye for a little bit. Yeah. I think when I'm living my daily life, things feel very 
I feel very distracted and like I'm switching tasks really quickly and thinking about this and thinking about this and thinking about that. I can't focus on one thing. And I think that's kind of like when I'm in the midst of the storm and then it, once I get to a place where I can relax, it's like, I'm back in that eye. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that sweet, sweet eye. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me live here in this. <laughs> I relate. I like the metaphor. I think a lot of people can relate. Mm-hmm. I know I can of like, it's just weird how it works. Like like a hurricane, it's just crazy wind and then like suddenly it's like perfect. And I feel like that is life sometimes. I think that is life to be honest. Even within a day, I'll be like have this moment of like freaking out and then I pet Nelly and it's like it's so interesting cuz I think you were talking about this once how we used to view days as like good or bad. But now I try to view them as multifaceted because you can have a horrible morning, but an amazing night in the same day. And it doesn't mean it was a bad day or a yeah, good day. Like every moment is what it is. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Yeah. Like, like a whole day doesn't have to be good or bad. It's like, how are you in this moment? Cause you could like be sad about something and then let it pass. And then now you're feeling a different emotion. Yeah. So I like that metaphor for life slash days this is a hard one what is one unexplainable thing that's happened to you I thought for a while about this question I cut out my thinking time but I I just couldn't think of like a stereotypical moment where it's like oh this insane thing happened that just doesn't make sense and all the stars aligned like I just can't think of the stereotypical answer you know mm-hmm. of like oh this person saved my life or like you know something <laughs> really wild like I saw like I had a guardian angel you know what I mean when people yeah. talk about these really extreme awakenings or like unexplainable I, I don't know but basically meeting my friend Sarah in college I feel like with one of those sort of fate moments that I kind of equated to this question just the way we met, I feel like is so cool. Um, we were both freshmen at the University of Minnesota. So we were both on the same floor and we had met once. This was during welcome week. And there was this night that was called the target run night where all the freshmen were bussed to a target to get like last minute dorm essentials. And I was really nervous about meeting new friends in college and I really wanted to go. But my roommate was going to a concert that night and I was like, oh no, like I really want to go with a friend, like someone to go with. And at that time I hadn't really met anyone besides my roommate. Cause we had been there like one or two nights. Um, and so I did something really outside my character, which was that I thought about just like knocking on random doors in the dorm to see if I could find a friend, which I was scared to, but I had remembered that the night before I had met a few girls by them knocking on my door and introducing themselves. And, you know, people, some people would have their doors open in the first week. And I just remember like kind of just scoping out the hall and everyone's doors were closed. And I was like, oh shit, like, I I don't know what to do. And I was thinking about knocking on the girls 
across from me because I had remembered meeting them. So I knocked on their door and no one was there. Like they were out and about. And I was like, oh no. Okay. All right. That's one person down. And then I remembered there was this suite in the corner that had been the ones to introduce themselves by knocking on doors. So I was like, you know what? Let's just give that suite a try. Like, I don't know. I didn't even hardly remember who was in what room but I was like let's just see and then my friend Sarah a stranger at the time opens the door and I'm like hi and Sarah's definitely a shyer person in the sense that I think looking back I think she wasn't gonna go to the target night either because all of her sweet mates were also at the same concert mm. and so it was like this fate moment that I had chosen her door out of all of the like girl's doors because I kind of just randomly picked it she happened to be alone with no one to go with and then we were like I was like do you want to go to the target thing with me my roommate's gone and she's like oh mine are gone too perfect and then we were kind of both nervous I think and it was like that jittery freshman feeling but I just kind of went for it and now to this day like five years later I think it is. We're still close friends and, you know, we've been through so much. Later on in college, she was my roommate. And I don't know, it was just one of those like friendship moments that it's just so special. Like I just randomly went for it and it ended up being a really close friend, you know, because a lot of friendships when you first start college, they might fizzle. But the fact that that one first encounter ended up being like my one of my closest college friends is crazy. Yeah, no, it is really crazy. I love that story. Yeah, yeah, I guess closest to that answer. Mm -hmm. I kind of rambled a lot on that one, but oh, well. All right. Next question for Sarah. Oh, what are you still trying to prove to yourself? I think I'm trying to prove my competence. I literally, if I were to guess, I was thought you were going to use the word competence. Yeah, because I think I, for some reason, just tend to feel like I'm incompetent in a lot of situations I put myself in, even though I evidence shows that I am fairly competent. Not always. I'm not good at everything. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I'm still trying to prove to myself in all all facets of life, whether it's work or like in relationships with other people. I'm competent at like being a good friend or partner and also like competent at my own like taking care of my own health, I guess. Like it's it's in all facets. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense to me. What lesson took you the longest to unlearn? Who? Mm. Oh, I think one I'm working on right now that I'm still not fully there yet is that um, confidence in assertiveness does not equal rude or arrogance. I'm with you. Because I think I, my whole life was so afraid of being not nice or being like, if I'm confident, then I'm cocky and selfish. Or if I'm happy with myself or like myself, that that's somehow a selfish act or not. 
I don't know what it is, but I feel like I learned from probably like society mixed with other things that somehow being confident and really sure of yourself is like a bad thing, which is like with other people, I didn't look at them and think, oh, that's bad that you're confident. But for myself, it felt like a selfish act or something. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm like, why is it? Why is not liking yourself the default for so many people or being like, oh, like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The default for a lot of people's inner critics of like, oh, you're not this or you're not that or but why should shouldn't the default be that you like yourself and you're confident in yourself? So I think I'm trying to relearn that and try to shift that negative self-talk and Mm -hmm. With more of the assertive side, feel like you're just because you have needs and that somebody hurts you and you tell them that or you set a boundary or something, it doesn't make you mean or like, no, rude. oh my and God, I have such a people pleasing. I'm just a people pleaser by nature. And I don't, I hate when people are mad at me or think of me in a bad light especially as being like mean or like a rude person. Like, I don't know why I think I just hate to like be thought of that way. So I think just trying to feel like it's okay to be assertive. It's okay to tell someone that if they're doing something that's not right, you know, and I I haven't had a lot of practice with it, but internally I'm trying to work up more confidence in that. Okay, so now we're going to move on to the final round of our game. Um, And this round is called the reflection round. So it's kind of going back to the format of the first round where we ask each other a question, the other responds. So Rach, do you want to go first? Yeah. What about me is hard for you to understand? I, I just feel like we, even if we have different patterns in life, I can empathize with a lot of things that you do. Like I can kind of see your perspective. Like it's hard. There's nothing where I'm like, or there's very few things where I'm like, I legitimately do not understand this about, I guess, I guess kind of the same answers earlier. I don't really understand how your default is internally processing. Cause it's like, I have to like fight myself to not sometimes, even though I know it's probably what won't serve me. I'm trying to think of another example though, to make it more interesting. I think I have one that I could ex- assume. What? Certain organizational patterns. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like the way you put your laundry away. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you yeah. have to do things in a certain way sometimes that I would never do them as. And I don't understand your methods. And I, I guess I can be pushy and try to take over. Like with cleaning my car, you'll be like, why don't you just take in garbage like every day you take in like one thing and I'm like I don't think that way I'm all or nothing (laughs) but then it just stays dirty forever unless you have moments you do things that I don't understand because you'll be like the slow and steady wins the race whereas I'm like let's just not do it for a while and then be a demon the whole thing Like, like cleaning is cleaning what you think of or like, or like even tasks or think making lists of things. Like, I feel like you, you spend a lot of time on tasks 
but like in shorter bursts over way longer periods of time mm-hmm. than me. And I don't understand that way. I guess we do have some opposite mm. behavior. Yeah, that's sometimes. true. Yeah, I don't understand some of your methods of completing tasks. Me neither for myself. <laughs> How do our personalities complement each other? We complement each other in the same, having a very similar humor. Because I think that's how we bond a lot is like really random, funny things that a lot of other people wouldn't see. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we we complement each other well in like the way that we notice things. Yeah, like humorous things. Or just like the types of things we both like to talk about are similar well, sometimes I'll just kind of see something on the screen and you you see it too and other people don't notice or something. <laughs> or like certain behaviors of people that are just so funny and like we'll kind of later on be like, you thought that was kind of funny too, right? Yeah, yeah. That we notice similar things like in movies or TV shows. Or even, yeah, people in real life even too. Like something so little like from a random stranger will like think is the same kind of funny like for example like one time we had this waiter that was just like so crisp and slick with his job like like his mannerisms were just like when he got out the pepper shaker he like spun it like so intensely and like the way he like delivered the plates, he was just so smooth. And like, we were just laughing so hard about how crisp and slick he was. And like, no one would like notice those things, but uh- <laughs> Or like, we were both obsessed with the cruise director on our Alaskan cruise. Like we were just like, every little thing he did, we would like laugh and comment about and be like, oh my God, Roberto. Like we were just both obsessed with him. And everyone else in our family thought we were funny, but they didn't really get it, I feel like. <laughs> What answer of mine made you light up? I feel like, honestly, the last one kind of did. Like, the uh-huh. the answer you gave about what compliments, like, what about us compliments each other. When in this game did you feel most connected to me? A lot of your questions I related to, or your answers, like the hurricane analogy and just, like, all those questions about your life in that earlier question I feel like I connected a lot with those sentiments and feelings all right last round of the game in one word describe how you feel right now connected that's a good I feel like I feel like we're very connected in this moment well we always are but I think like this time in our last recording session felt extra in the moment even though we were a little silly tonight like I feel like like very just like in the moment. I'm not thinking about other stuff really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is synergistic a word? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, maybe. I like that. Like the word synergy, but I don't know if it's an adjective too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but maybe it is. <laughs> you could make it one. <laughs> Connected, I think is good though. Yeah. What do you recommend I let go of, if anything? Letting go of that that self-doubt I mean that's so hard though because you'll always have self-doubt at some point in your life but I think in the context of not knowing what to do fully of letting go of the what's the right decision because whatever you end up doing will make sense for you in the moment 
with the knowledge you have and the tools you have right now. So even if later on you're like, oh, maybe the other thing would have been better. It's like the decision you make will make sense in the moment. And if it's Mm. not right long term, you can pivot. You know, there's no right answer to anything, in my opinion, as far as besides like right and wrong of like horrible moral things, but like (laughs) of where to take your, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) you know what I mean though? Like Mm -hmm. most, a lot of decisions in life besides like bad things are like, there's no right answer of what to do, you know, of where to take your life, what job is right. If you get two offers, like, yeah, maybe if you don't like that job, you'll end up learning a ton and then meeting someone you're supposed to be best friends with and then you'll get a different job that you like you know like every decision Mm. has reason or you can make meaning in any decision I don't know if everything happens for a reason I don't know if I believe in that or not but like you can make meaning in everything if that makes sense yeah I like I like that idea make you can make meaning out of anything And I agree. There's no right or wrong decisions. There's just the decision you make and then what you do with your decision Mm -hmm. and the consequences of it. That's a nice way to end it. Yeah. That was really nice. That was fun. (laughs) I sometimes forgot we were recording while I was talking. Wow. Yeah. I feel like I learned a lot in that short period, but yeah, everybody, yeah. you should all play this game at home if you have access to or if you know anybody who has it. I think there's also online versions. Mm. Yeah, I got mine at Target.com. Well, do you have a caffeine fix for the week? Or I think it's my turn to give a caffeine fix. This week, I had a purple haze, which is like an ube latte. And I've had those before. And they're such a niche thing that you can only find at certain spots. But I ventured to a part of Seattle I'd never been to before, Columbia City, and they had this place that was really, really good. And I got a purple haze, which is like, ube is like a sweet potato, like a purple sweet potato, I believe. And so it has kind of a unique flavor and it it was pretty sweet and I really enjoyed it. I I, I don't know quite how to describe it, but I would recommend. It was called something coffeeholic. Oh, it's called Coffeeholic House. And it's a Vietnamese coffee shop. Um, I thought about getting like a Vietnamese iced coffee, but then I just, I saw the Ube coffees going out on the bar and I was like, I got to try that because it's something I really enjoy, but I've only had a few times in life and it was really good. So yeah, I'd say if you can try it, go for it. It's really good. Thanks for that recommendation, Sarah. So in the meantime, I, I would say we already plugged the game of course but maybe go and get yourself a pack of we're not really strangers or try to find an online version or or just maybe ask your friends and people that you know some some open-ended questions about themselves if there's anything you're curious about because there's always more to learn about other people I think even those we think we know super super well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I'd say of course follow us on social media (laughs) at mocha's in the meantime podcast on instagram and facebook and then we also have our website mocha's in the meantime.com where you can check out past episodes send us a message or an inquiry about a blog idea give us a rating as well by just going to our website 
there's a button in the upper right hand corner that says give us a rating i think something like that so it really helps us out if you can just give a review of of what you think of us in our podcast we'd really appreciate it thanks so much for tuning in to our new season and i promise soon i will have a microphone so both of our audio will be crisp as heck all right well yeah. peace peace